last time on What a Great Idea. Part of the heart of What a Great Idea is that uh, that you realize the glory that's all around us every day in the little mm-hmm. things. Yep. Candles serve so many purposes from basic light source to romantic, right? And everything in between. And sucking wax out of your ear or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> What a great idea. Okay, I am going, my next one, I need to flesh this one out to uh to make mm-hmm. this okay so my next one is out of town gas stations oh man oh that's oh that's so good that's on my list too <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's on my list too How did we talk about this recently i don't know did we i feel like we might have talked about this recently but yes we, we may but go ahead but i'm totally with you okay. <laughs> All right, so I, I feel like this one needs fleshed out because this is what a great idea. First yeah. of all, why in the world an out-of-town gas station? And second of all, like, what is that? How is that a great idea? How is that connected to <laughs> the universe the Lord has made? And I, I, think, I think I have a solid connection. So here it is. Here's why out-of-town gas stations, I, I love them. First of all, all gas stations are literally the same. They're like, I mean, you have like different styles at racetrack sure. or you got an Exxon or what. They're all a little, little different, but like you walk in the door and left and right, there's candy bars, uh, chips, drinks, yada, yada. Yep. That's what a gas station is. And every town has the same brands of convenience stores. Like it's, it's not that complicated. Yeah. But when I'm out of town, I love stopping at a gas station and going in because it's almost like, you know, when you're getting ready, you're going on a trip and you're like, man, I'm, I'm off of work. I got no responsibilities anymore for the next seven days. I'm out of here. We're going to have fun. We're going to go explore a new place. And you hit the road, you're on the highway and you're feeling good. You're excited about what's ahead, the week ahead, the Mm -hmm. gas station it's the first place you're going to come to along the journey. Yeah. And it's because you got to get gas and use the restroom. And it's the getting out and being out of your hometown. You're in a new place. Mm-hmm. You're at a gas station you've never been before. Yeah. In some obscure town you've never been before. And you're just going to go in. And normally if I go to a convenience store in my hometown, like I'm not buying, I'm like buying a bottle of water, like. Yeah. That's yeah. it. But like right. at this point, I'm already on my trip. I'm this is part of my budget. Like my vacation starts when I leave the house. So like I'm going into this gas station. I'm like, I'm buying Albany's gummy bears. So good. I'm stacking up. Like Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's right. I, Peach rings. Know, it's that's over. it. That's it. And uh I anyways, I Chicken love on stick. <laughs> that's right. Especially if you go to a racetrack or something, you can get those uh Oh yeah. 
taquitos yeah. or whatever. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I could I eat my body weight in taquitos, which is a lot. That's a problem. But I think the, uh, the, the reason for that is I, I just feel like there's this, um, it's sort of that pioneering spirit that we have been given this longing yeah. to, to discover and explore yeah. newness. Yep. And I realize that quality can be distorted by the fall. There's this constant sure. need for more. I'm not content. I just I need something else. And when I get that, I'll need something else. So I get the distortion. But at the end of the day, I think it's wired into us from the Lord, this desire to, to seek and explore glory. And so yeah. when you're, I don't know, when I'm in an out-of-town gas, that's just me being like, I'm going somewhere new I'm seeing something new that's exciting for me. And, and that's a good thing. And for all yep. eternity, we will explore the glory of God and perhaps explore the worlds yep. that he has created. And I think there's a connection there between the out-of-town gas station, that sense of, yes, this is exciting, and that we're wired for that. That's so good. I'm with you. It's one of those things when you go, it's funny. It's funny you mention this because Ash and I had a conversation about this very thing recently. Even when I'm in town, and if you've never been to Aliceville, Alabama, there's not very many gas stations to choose from. But no matter what, when I get gas, I have to go inside. And she never (laughs) wants to go inside. Even on a trip, she doesn't go inside. It's just not her thing. But I go into every gas station mm. ever, no matter what, even if I don't need anything, I go in there. Yeah. I look at the snacks and all this. And she was talking to a friend of hers who is the same way I am, who says, oh, I got to see what snacks they have. I got to see if they've got anything different. I got to see if they've got a certain brand of things I like or whatever. And that's true. Like every gas station, you know, some have gummies in the red bags. Some have them in the blue bags. Right. Yes. Right. That's, that's and everybody's correct. different. And there's something about taquitos and the buffalo sticks and all those things that, like, you might be upset. Your stomach might be upset afterwards. But when you're in there, you're like, yeah, don't, I'm on the road. I need one of these. Like, don't, don't care. I don't care. Right. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. So I did a, um, I did a long, um, trip. Well, long for me. I drove to Michigan back in January to Grand Rapids. Mm. So I drove about 13 hours or so. And I stopped in like every state at every gas station I could, <laughs> you know, and because it's the little things like it is the little things, you know, you go in there and you're like, Oh, look at this gas. This is really nice in here. And they've got this and that. Yeah. Oh, look at, you know, and you go down another state and you're like, you see the same things, but there's something about it, you know? Yeah. Um, you feel like you're really traveling when you go to an out of town gas station. It's true. And the, and the farther you go, the more that sense of excitement really sets in. Like, yeah. You know, I remember one time me and my brother were helping my aunt move to Nebraska and we were, she lived in Tuscaloosa or outside Bibb County, not far from you. Um, Oh, so we drove to Dallas and then up from there to Nebraska. So I remember getting out in a gas station in Dallas and just that sense of I'm I'm in a gas station in Dallas. 
Mm-hmm. I'm in Dallas right now. Yeah. It's exciting to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. Oh, that's I love good. it. I love it. The pioneering yeah. spirit. That's so good. Um, all right. So my next one, <laughs> this, this is very specific. Okay. The Coca-Cola commercials during Christmas. Mm. Now yeah. other companies have good Christmas commercials. So I'm, I'm, I'm somebody who says I want to see all the Christmas commercials. I'm, I like those. But Coca-Cola specifically okay. always has really good Christmas commercials. And I feel like whenever I see Coca-Cola and their Christmas commercials, I always just feel nostalgic. Mm. Um, I yep. feel very happy um, because it's that time of year. Yeah. And it it never feels like Christmas until I see Santa Claus with a Coca-Cola ball in his mouth or, <laughs> you know, something along those lines. I mean, right. so, and it's, it's something that every time I see one, I just have a lot of, a lot of joy. Yeah. And I think that feeling dates back to when they started doing the polar bear yes. commercials. Oh, you remember yeah. those with the little baby polar bear falls down the hill and yes, and at the end they all have Coke bottles. Ugh. Yeah, dude, I was reading. There's, uh, we were reading this book with the kids because my son he always gets, uh, he likes information books. So he got a book on Coca Cola, the the company, and I did not know this, but Santa Claus, the the image that he is today, the big jolly, red suit, bearded guy. Mm-hmm. That image was actually invented by Coke. Really? Like way, yeah, like way back, I want to say in the 30s or, or something wow. like that. That like historically, Santa did not look like that. I did not know that. But they they branded that, and that kind of became what you think of Santa Claus looking like. Today. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. It's pretty wild. That is so wild. To that point, those commercials, maybe that's why we connect with them so much. It's like there's yeah. an authenticity there. Yeah. It's like they, they wow. invented this Santa. <laughs> that's true. Man, Christmas Christmas is one huge conglomerate of a lot of little things. Oh, yeah. When I was thinking about my next one, I was like, okay, there's so many things with Christmas that I could say. Like, <clears throat> Yeah, um, so many. We get a real tree every year. I love you know, having a real tree. I love decorating a tree, you know, with my wife and we have a theme of ornaments that are the old school glass ornaments and, uh, um, garland and wreaths on the door of the church and all yep. these little things that, like you said, just build up for this one big season. I, I love yep. it. I do too. Absolutely. All right. I have a couple more. Same here. Okay. One is squirrels. Mm. like just squirrels and I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you why because squirrels okay. are ubiquitous where mm. I live and I yeah. guess probably in Aliceville too squirrels are every I feel like squirrels live literally everywhere they're just <laughs> they can survive all <laughs> yeah. climates they survive yeah um, and for that reason I don't I don't think it, most people don't even acknowledge squirrels 
or even if they do, they don't feel the need to bring it up in a conversation. <laughs> like no one, like for example, when you're driving down the road, road, there are animals that you might see and you're going to point them out. So like we have a lot of deer around here and there's a lot of them. And yet if you're driving down the highway and there's a deer on the side of the highway, almost anyone will go, there's a deer. Look at that deer. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. it's, it's a deer. It's a big animal lives out in the woods um, or a raccoon. You go, Oh, there's a yeah. raccoon right there. Yeah. Or there's an armadillo. So you yeah, have all uh, these yeah. these things that people acknowledge when they see them. Even if they don't say anything, they're like, huh, there's there's this. There's a coyote. Squirrels, no one no one cares. No one says a thing. No one <laughs> goes, oh, look, there's a squirrel. Because they're everywhere. Yeah. But I still, it's the little things. I think they're so cool, so fun to watch. They're so animated and athletic and like crazy yep so we have outside of our living room window that we have this tree and there used to be an old uh, clothing line on that tree and they, so they had nailed this little box into the tree i think where they put their pins or whatever yeah and yep. so the squirrels love to get up on that box and sit there and chew on nuts and so we can just stare at them and see them right there <laughs> we're inside so we don't spook them and uh Man, I just love, I love watching them. Like, I love watching one squirrel chase another one. You know, they go spiraling around the tree. Mm-hmm. And they're so fast. They can jump. They can practically fly. This, I mean, I don't know. I just think they're yeah. super cool. And I like them. I think they're fun. They make life That's fun. That's excellent. That's so fun. That's, I did not expect that one. Um, I did not expect that one at all. But that's a good one because it's something that we take for granted, <clears throat> like yep. a lot of these little things. Um, but there is something funny about squirrels um, and watching them and watch them run across a tree branch or whatever. Like even <laughs> this is ridiculous. Even how. OK, so we have a, a bird feeder right outside one of our kitchen windows and I shouldn't get so aggravated when a squirrel gets up there and is eating the bird seed. <laughs> right. But there's something about that that's like, I don't know, life and nature and just the way things work. Like, there's that dang squirrel again. Yeah. You know? And yeah. But if it wasn't there, I think I'd be a little sad. You would be sad. Imagine imagine your backyard with no squirrels. That's terrible. So much of life, the liveliness of your yard would be gone. You'd actually ask, I think, if you had no squirrels, you'd actually ask why there were no squirrels. Yeah, something's wrong. Something is wrong. (laughs) Also, have you heard, I don't know if this is true or not, I haven't verified it, but I've heard that squirrels, like when they land, when they fall out of a tree or something, that they actually land in like a superhero stance. Like a three-point stance, like with one hand down and one up in the air. Really? You know, like if Ant-Man were to, you know, jump down and look real cool when they land. That's what I've heard. I don't know if it's true or not, but based on how cool squirrels are, I wouldn't doubt it. I just Googled it, and, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Okay, that's a real thing. (laughs) How cool Uh, is that, though? Wow. Of course they would land like that. 
Of course I would like... I'm about to send you a picture that is the coolest squirrel. Send it on. It is sent. All right, I got it, I got it. Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Everybody go home and Google how squirrels land. That like is the awesome. first one, you're going to be like, what? I mean, He's look, ready for action. Yeah, look at that guy. Tell That's me. That's amazing. That's amazing. And these, they live everywhere, all around us. They're so, <laughs> they're so cool. That's a good one. That's like a good one. If I had to become an animal, like I was sentenced to that, <laughs> like Nebuchadnezzar. Um, yeah. I'll be like, can I be a squirrel? Because I, yeah, be I just feel like that'd be a little more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Um, okay. So, how many do I have left? Because I got a pick here. A couple. I got one more. So, you got one, and then I got one, and then you got one. Okay. So, then I, okay. So, I'm going to go with. Man, this is tough. This is tough. But I'm going to go with puzzles. Oh, okay. So That's an interesting I, one. I am an avid puzzle person. Puzzler? What would I, I don't know what I nice. would call myself. I work on a puzzle. Puzzler. Do I now? I like puzzler. Yeah, I'm so, a puzzler. Sounds like a riddler. Yeah, I'm a puzzler. And... um I work on a puzzle every day of my life without fail. Wow. Um, I have, I don't know how many puzzles and I just finished one and now I've got to move on to some more. And, um, it is the way for me to, um, get away from work and school, but also keep my mind going. Yeah. And I love how, a picture comes together and even as you're putting the puzzle together, you're, you're thinking to yourself, how does this piece really go here? And then you step back and you see this really cool picture when it's all done. Yeah. And, um, there's something about, um, finding the right piece mm -hmm. at the right time. And maybe you walk away for a little while and you come back and you find that piece that you've been looking for for 30 minutes and you're yeah. an hour and you're like, and it, there's something, I don't know, man, I have a lot of joy when I put one in and I'm going, oh, I've been looking for this piece for an hour. Yeah. Um, and you're, so, you're, you're thinking to yourself, have maybe this piece is lost. Like, cause I'm, yeah, you're thinking not I, it's not, I've here. lost this piece. That's right. I've lost this piece and you walk away, your mind clears and you come back. And it's literally right in front of you. And you think, well, how did I miss that before? Yeah. Um, but there's something about the joy of completing a puzzle that, um, for me, it's one of the things I really enjoy in life. And some of you listeners are probably thinking right now, man, this guy is boring. Yes, I am. And I don't even care. <laughs> um, I love puzzles. little things. I just That's... finished a puzzle last night and I'm starting a new one tonight. And uh, I love them. I love That's them. Really in fact, cool. people in my church will buy me puzzles for Christmas. That's and, really cool. Uh, yeah, and I, I do. I love them. I love that. We uh, we can you can rent puzzles from the library. Yeah, uh, in our town, so we will go get some sometimes. Bring them back and do that. Um, I think in our line of work, we're both pastors. Mm -hmm. 
like turning your mind off, going into neutral is almost impossible. It's impossible. Like just sitting, I'm just going to sit and relax and I don't not think is. of anything. You, you, your mind's going to fill up with something. So I think that's a really cool habit or hobby rather to do a puzzle where like it's got to keep your mind engaged in a relaxing way. Yeah. Um, because otherwise your mind's just going to fill up with all the concerns and and worries and things that you got going on. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's really um, cool. And here's the thing. If you're thinking who does puzzles anymore? Well, go to your nearest, um, Barnes and Noble or Hobby Lobby or whatever. And there's an entire aisle that dedicated to puzzles, especially during Christmas time. Yeah, which is you're right. Interesting. And, um, you're thinking who buys these? I do. <laughs> yeah. And now they're doing like these, these 3D puzzles and I have you know, a those, 3D those puzzle and Lego sets and stuff like that. Yes. I have a 3D puzzle of the Florida Gators football stadium. Been oh, Griffin wow. Stadium. Okay. And it's kicking my butt. <laughs> I even brought in kids who do Legos from my church one day and they stayed with me for a few hours and it kicked their butts too. It's wow. hard. Yeah. It's uh, almost 3,000 pieces. And wow, it's it's hard, but yes, I'm with you. That's cool. I love it. All right, so my last one, um, I'm I'm going domestic with this one. I'm going to land softly on okay. a nice, nice, easy one. I'm going to put it right on the green. Mm. I'm ending with coffee. Just a, huh? I don't know if you're you're not a coffee guy, are you? I am not. Um, okay. I do not drink coffee. But, you know, every, I, th I feel like everybody, whether you're coffee or not, everybody's got a certain drink that is just satisfying. It just has a feel. It's got a feel. Some people it's like Diet Coke. Some people it's tea or, mm -hmm. or water or whatever. Like, I don't know. I just love in the morning the smell of coffee. The flavor, honestly, the flavor is not even that great, and I even like it. But I admit, coffee kind of tastes like dirt, but it's good dirt. It's, mm. <laughs> it's good dirt with a with a feel. It's got a feel. Um, anyways, particularly single origin coffee is the way to go. Yeah, folks, if you're listening, if you're drinking Keurig coffee, please stop immediately <laughs> and don't torture yourself anymore. Um, cause that's not coffee. I don't know what it is. It ain't coffee. Find you a coffee shop that has single origin. Go in there and ask them, be like, do you guys have single origin? If they go, what does that mean? Or I don't know. You, you just out. leave, just walk out. Mm -hmm. Cause they don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> single origins. Like when the bean comes from a one single place, like Honduras or Ethiopia or Brazil, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a blend. It's not any of that. Like, it came from a farmer in a country. The reason why it's so good is because, I don't know why I'm going on a coffee rant, because I'm passionate about it. But Go for it. The reason it's so good is because all the beans are the same kind of plant, comes from the same place, the same soil. So all those flavors are very intense, because it's mm -hmm. it's, it's not a blend of this and that and that that kind of gets muddled into one, one bowl of dirt. Um 
yeah, there, there's just certain flavors. And what's really cool is each country or region has a different flavor yeah, coffee. That is interesting. But you yeah. don't know that unless you're drinking single origin from those different areas. And then you're yeah, like, you oh, wow, know. this one's like actually really fruity. And that one's really more bold. And so anyways, I enjoy trying different single origins. And uh, it's fun to me. I love, I just, I like it all. That's good, man. My wife, um, who's an avid, I mean, she's a coffee snob, admittedly, but she like, um, I actually picked up coffee for her today in this coffee shop in Tuscaloosa that you would love, by the way. And um, she gets it whole bean because she like grinds her own beans mm, or whatever. Yep, fresh ground. Yeah, she's one yeah. of those. And nah, she has like all I'm the different it. methods. French press and all this. I don't know. I don't drink coffee. Yep. So, but she has them all. Dude, it all, it all makes you, a difference. If you offer her Folgers or Keurig, um, she basically anathematizes you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Dude, I'm telling you, Keurig, I don't know how to give you a comparison since you don't drink coffee, but it, it's like, ugh, it's the worst. It is the worst of well, the coffee family. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe it's something similar to, I don't know, this might not be that similar. Um, I'm not a coffee snob, but I am a snob about cocktails. Okay. And old fashions specifically. And there are certain ways to make them. Right. And certain ways to really screw them up. And to the point where other people who were just ordering it would be like, oh, this is not bad. And then you have, then you're, you take it and you're like, oh, this is terrible. This yeah. is terrible. This is not the traditional. This is not the right way. This is yeah. not. You know. I, I think it's definitely similar in that with a lot of things, there's, there's an art to it. There's, there's different yeah. methodology. Like, you know, like even cheese. You know, there's like cheese connoisseurs where it's like this cheese is terrible, and like this is how you, this is where you get real cheese and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> different yeah. aging of cheese and yeah, another all thing that I stuff. Weird about yeah, or like even I didn't realize this, but like balsamic vinegar, there's a whole thing with that, like aged really? balsamic vinegar, and like there's a high society thing with even that. So I did not know that. Yeah, there's levels to everything. There are levels. To, there are levels to this. Yeah. All right. My last one. Okay. This is tough because I have several I could say, and I'm really struggling with my last one. Um. Oh man, gosh. It's the grand finale right here, so make it count. Bottom of the ninth, two outs, two strikes, three balls. I know. It's, it's you. Uh, okay. <laughs> There's so many things I'd like to say. But I'm going to end with, because it's my last one, hotel amenities. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's talk about it. When you go to a nice hotel and they have not just a fridge, but they've got little chocolates and water bottles and mm -hmm. you know a nice tv all these little a little couch or leather chair or whatever um 
there's something very nice and comforting about that. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you go to a terrible hotel and you don't have anything in there, you're like, oh, this is not fun at all. Like, this isn't vacation. <laughs> this isn't what I enjoy. But when you go to a nice hotel, oh. and you, I remember one time I went on a trip. And it was actually for my anniversary, and my boss had chocolate-covered strawberries delivered to me and my wife in the hotel. Oh, wow. And, you know, you're not getting that at a Motel 6, right? No. No. Um, this is at the uh, New York, New York, I think. New York, New York. Okay. In Las Vegas. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe it was one of those hotels. And we come, and it was like, oh, man, this is something. I mean, it was just so nice. And, like, when you walk in and, um, there's, and this is partly my wife's fault because she's such a travel, she's a travel snob too. Um, and you walk in and that's the first thing you look at, you know, it's like you see the bed by, and you see where you're going to sleep, but then you immediately turn and look at that little counter and you see what have they given me? Have they given me, you know, and then you go into the bathroom, right? And there's like those hotels that give you just bar soap and generic shampoo or, They've got these hotels right now where they've got the things mounted on the wall that are like the dispensers mounted on the wall. Oh, yeah. And it's the nice shampoo and soap. It smells like mint and it's, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the fancier model of things. And they have a and towel like, that's folded into a goose. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Even like the toilet paper and it's folded into a little triangle, you know. Oh, right. Yeah. But it's like. You go to a hotel and you just get the white bar soap that eats your skin alive. Like that's terrible. But if you go to a hotel <laughs> where they've got the things mounted there in the shower and it's like mm-hmm. mint and all that, you're like, man, this is nice. This is really good. Yeah. And uh, so there's something about hotel amenities that I'm a big fan of. Well, you know, and I will say, I believe the intentionality, the the preparation. Uh, you see this all the way in the beginning of creation. Right, the Lord makes everything, prepares the garden, fills the earth, and then He brings Adam into it. And He's like, "Yep, welcome. That's see, right. See what I've made. This is your home." Yep. I think there's something in that that purposefulness of that extra detail, that extra mile. That's like, I'm not just giving you four walls and a bed. Like, I have prepared this place for you. Yeah, we've actually it, put some thought into this. Yeah, and it makes us go, oh, oh, I like this. You mm-hmm. know, I personally, I love hotel lobbies. Just the walking I'm in, the fan. whole experience of like seeing what yep. that looks like and feels like. Yes. Um, and then I love hotel complimentary breakfast. <laughs> like, even though like the foods, a lot of times is not that great. Just the idea of like, I can just get out of bed, put on my flip flops and walk down into this big open lobby and just sit and eat. And it's, it's, it's kind of the similar idea of the out of town gas station. It's like, I'm having breakfast somewhere else. I'm, I am somewhere and I'm eating breakfast in this hotel and today's going to be a good day. I've got this adventure planned or I'm going to class in this city to study. Um, but yeah, it's just, that's fun to me. Yep. It's a lot of fun. 
Yep, I love I love a good hotel. Love a good hotel amenities. Yeah, I, I was asking Julie about little things. I was like, this is what we're talking about today. Like, what would you say? And she was like, you know the little, the miniature Dove soap bars? Like, <laughs> like the travel soaps? That's what the hotel made me think of this. So I was like, okay. So I said, really, anything miniature is actually pretty cool. If you, oh, yeah. A miniature yeah, version of anything. is. That's why we make they're miniature not. dogs. Every every breed, there's a miniature version of it. Ponies. Yeah, mini Snickers bar. <laughs> yeah. It makes it fun. Bite size. Yeah. Reesey pieces. Yeah. <laughs> M&M minis. That's right. M&M's so it's already small, and then you make a mini. Yeah, that's right. Oh man. Yep. I'm with you. Wow, these are all these are all little things and they're all great ideas. We've I feel like we've hit on some wonderful things today. We have. Mm, it's good good convo. Uh well, there you go. Um it's all about the little things, so take it in. Take notice, eyes wide open. Go live it and enjoy the little things in life. And um go Press, if you got a dog, press their paws and smell them. See if they smell like Doritos. That's my life lesson for the day. Anyways, Derek, it's been fun, man. And uh, we'll see you next time. Sounds great.